I've just come from a session with the UN Special Envoy for the Oceans, and he said to everybody in the room, look, you are all ocean ambassadors. Get on board, tell everybody, ocean and climate is linked. We need to protect, preserve, and enhance ocean solutions. Welcome to the IASS podcast. My name is Anja Krieger. I'm here at the UN Climate Change Conference in Bonn, Germany, together with Thorsten Thiele. Thorsten is a fellow at the ISS, and Thorsten is here at the conference mainly for ocean reasons, right? Thorsten, tell me about that. that that's correct. We have been working hard to explain that ocean and climate are really two aspects that are extremely interlinked, and the ocean are part of the Paris Agreement. So this time around, we are getting into the detail, into the financing, into better ways to integrate ocean and climate solutions. You are not a marine biologist. You are a finance expert. So tell me about how you got into ocean governance. The ocean is the largest part of the planet, least governed, least organized. But in order to make progress around these ocean issues, we need the technical skills that come from economics, that come from finance. And so my background in financing project in the ocean is a helpful addition to try to figure out how we can scale ocean solutions. And then, of course, most people live near coasts, so there is a lot of infrastructure investment need in coastal areas. So tell me more about ocean finance, you know, how the two topics come together. For me, it still doesn't really, um, I can't really imagine what that means. Mm. I, I think that's a very good question because it is still very much an emerging field, innovative ocean finance. Um, in the past, we had very sectoral approaches. So there's finance for shipping, there's finance for port building. But um, we need to think in a much more holistic way. We need to think around how marine ecosystems really function. So I've been looking into the question of what is blue natural capital? What is the real value of oceans and coasts? Because they deliver a lot of services for people and for nature. And understanding those services for people and for nature shows us where the value lies. And finance is really ways to strengthen those systems and services. So take a very simple example. If you have a coastal area and you manage to have protected parts of that area, the fish stocks can recover. The carbon sink that is in the coastal mangroves can function better. So these are real contributions that the ocean and coast deliver to mankind. So is that really about quantifying the, these ecosystem services that oceans deliver and then somehow including them in the market? Um, that is the first step, and that's very much what economists do. And to some degree, I am an economist by background. I work on explaining those points. But the second step is the one that I find really interesting, which is to say it's not just tradable markets. It's really about how can you identify potential cash flows out of these systems. So how you can have an integrated approach so you finance large-scale 
new ocean infrastructure. Take an example. In science, we need to understand how the ocean currents work. We need to understand how the marine ecosystems work. That needs satellites, that needs sensors under the sea. That's a big system. That big system at the moment is underfinanced. We roll it out at very specific sites where certain government and research bodies are ready to do so. But it needs to be global. It needs to be in all parts of the world. And the more global it is, the more you get network effects, positive benefits from sharing information that go to science but also beyond, to the operational side. That requires a new financing approach. That's what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Could you outline what that would involve? What would be all the variables in this integrative approach? One of the great things that is starting to happen as at this COP is that you have a multi-stakeholder dialogue. So we had a meeting two days ago where for the first time it wasn't just governments. So you bring in new parties, you bring in the private sector, you bring in civil society. That's important. It's also important to bring in local communities and indigenous communities. But it's not just a matter of who's around the table, but also how you think about how these systems interact. One of the challenges of quantification is that you usually quantify down to one easily measurable aspect. What we are working on is a much broader um, scientific effort to show the complexity and then find the rules around it. So we're making progress at the UN level now on a, a marine biodiversity agreement for the high seas that will have some of these components included. Thank you so much, Thorsten. This was the IISS podcast. There will be more podcasts coming soon from the COP. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.